0: Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest-growing blockchain community. Hey, everybody. I'm back. It's uh, Tuesday, February 15th, and I'm totally pumped to bring the first podcast interview to this series. It was an incredible conversation that I had today with Arturo Balrezzo, who has a lifetime of experience in communications and marketing. He's uh, a curator of technology trends, a fan of human knowledge and entrepreneurship values and innovation. He's worked recently as a public relations advisor of Metro de Lima. He's been a PR manager at LG and worked for a top Peruvian PR agency where he's worked with a ton of big brands. He's the creative director now at Comcore X, and he's making the metaverse a place where people can dress their avatars in style. He's got a new project that's dropping next month. That will allow people to purchase clothing for their avatars, which will include the use of the pattern so that they can make the same clothing to wear in the offline world, which I thought was really cool. We had a fantastic conversation that went on for about 45 minutes, and it's not going to be the last time that I speak with Arturo. We had a really fantastic discussion and I hope you'll enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed creating it.
1: you living in the United States. Okay,
0: okay. So
1: I understand right,
0: the button. I got it. <laughs> okay, okay yeah. cool, so, so, um, so introduce yourself.
1: Cool, well, first of all, uh, Michael, thank you again for this opportunity to talk about the project where I involved, yeah. my name is Arturo, Arturo Cuyahua. So I work. Well, some, some of my friends call me Jorge, you know, uh, but I don't know what is more easy for you. So I, you used, know what, I what... used to work
0: for someone named Jorge.
1: Ah, all right. So
0: he was from Chile. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And he was, uh, he was quite a person. <laughs> you he was know, a very, uh, <laughs> very good leader.
1: Oh, that's, that's great! You know, once I was in one course and short course in MIT, okay, and we have this inter- introducing everybody, you know, and they was telling like, uh, "Please don't worry about the Latin people. Usually, they have two or three names." And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I was like "Yeah, all right, all right. yeah." It was really funny, and I started like, "Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have two names just." Just choose the name you like it. Uh, Don't worry, I am fine with that.
0: (laughs) It's true, I see that, yeah. What was the the course at MIT for?
1: I take a course about crisis uh, crisis management. Oh, okay. My profession I do for a living is public relations. Uh, That's where I work in. Okay, yeah. I spent 18 years doing that, making some lobby, working in marketing plans, uh, this kind of stuff. I spent the last four years working for a subway project It's going to be the first subway in the city the capital city lima here in peru so wow yeah but it was really stressful because we have really a political turn oil here and everything is like changing every every six months they change the minister of transport so you have to introduce again the project anyway
0: so I spent four
1: years. So you're in this. the marketing
0: space around that project? Got it.
1: I was working more the political
0: side. Oh, I was okay. in charge of
1: keep the relationship with some government office, uh, talking about what we're going to tell to the press about the project, uh, sensitive information, okay. and I was advisor of the board of directors. Uh, okay. I spent four years doing that. Uh, it was really interesting for me because I was working with different nationalities professional from different countries but to be honest uh, after four years of no seeing the project going in the direction I, we were hoping hmm. I get tired so I decided to go back to my roots that I like to create okay. the creativity part of marketing that's what's what was calling me when I was in university so okay. in that process someone offered me to be the country manager of an influencer agency right. so I think okay, i want to do this. It sounds more funny than talking with politicians, you know, because they, yeah. they lie to your face every time and then they say, no, but they didn't say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you say it, I have a record about this. Yeah. You know? like, so <laughs> it was like a fresh start for me. <laughs> so 2021 was the year when I decided, okay, let's, let's go back to the beginning to find something creativity, uh, something creative, and do something different.
0: So this right? was last and, year.
1: Last year, yeah. Last year. So in May of last year, I started doing this change. In the same moment, my brother, who lives in the United States, he was telling me about something called NFTs. Yeah. All right. And I I worked before like a PR manager for an LG electronics. So I always like technology. I was always involved about technology. I was also reading about NFT. Yeah. But my position in I remember was March, April. He was repeating me this March, April in may uh, was like you sure because he want to spend one thousand dollars in one nst and said are you sure you want to spend you know this is my mentality i am 40 i want to turn 42 years old in right. may in june sorry so it's like i am an old guy yeah i have to still yep. thinking about milton freeman yeah <laughs> fundamental <Yep.
0: laughs> so yeah so jpeg just, right why would they spend a thousand dollars on a jpeg <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yes, yes. I, I,
1: I was having this kind of thing, you know, trying to protect my little brother because he's the the young one. So, and you know, and that day in may, he may appear. Tell you remember this NST stuff? That they want to pay one thousand dollars in March. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, now cost one million dollars. I oh. hate you. <laughs> he <laughs> stopped talking with me. You know, like it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's- we talk, but he was like, "My God, you make me lose so much money." And in that moment, I stopped telling him advice. It's like, you know, better you tell me what you're doing. So I want to yeah. do it. Um, yeah. And in that time, so I start reading because I want to understand why, you know, because probably it was something that I wasn't understanding. Sorry. That's okay. You hear me? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the audio
0: is
1: good. Yeah. So I started researching because when something is different, it's not like I try to say like, I am right. I want to learn what is going on yeah and, yep. and i find really interesting social approach about what is what's happening with the nst okay and i found different ideas but one of the ideas that really st- st- stuck st- striking my mind is and still there stick it there is like it's always so to remember who we are you know okay. in the end humans we are Animals, you know, like COVID, yeah. give us back to this reality that sometimes we forgot. Mm-hmm. You know, you you feel like almost like you are in the high high hierarchy of the world, and in the end, come a small micro nano virus and tell you, no, dude, you are just an animal, and I can kill you. So come back, wake up, yeah. And in yeah. that process, I was reading one social approach, and they were telling me, what is going on? We are we are like monkeys searching for social status. Mm-hmm. In the end, all the societies in, in the world follow the same hierarchies.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: this hierarchy is it's not something like a male want to be in the top or female want to be in the top. It's just the natural way of the social dynamics of mm-hmm. a society. You know, the structure. Uh, yeah, this is a social structure. So in this process, everybody wants to be in the top of this structure because in the top of the structure, you start finding more benefits, yeah, uh, and and that was I was thinking about it, and that that I understand it is like you are not paying because before in the 2020 we were paying for perception, you know, mm-hmm. what is making you look cool, how is your appearance, but now we are paying for something with meaning, mm. because what we are getting now with the NFT is a token with a meaning. That meaning, that representation is make you belong to something, to a group, to a community. Right. You know.
0: Yes. To this. Deal. Yes. That's, that's, I've been yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot in the in the in the context of the of the metaverse and the and the sort of um, what I, I I agree with you that in the NFT space that a lot of what has happened it has been uh buying uh membership in a in a club i mean you know board ape everybody knows about board ape but it's not just board ape it, it's it's not it's it it's it's many many successful projects that uh what people are doing is is they're is they're, they're purchasing uh membership in in a club Sorry,
1: I was trying That's to okay. put a mute. That's yes, okay. you're, you are right. Right now, this is this is how it became popular. Yeah, hmm. uh, I tried to, um, it's one Italian writer. He wrote a book in 2019 called The Game, right? Uh, later, I'm gonna send you the name right now. I don't remember the Italian name, but okay. this guy, he was telling what is happening now because he was telling, you know, our societies in the last 40 years, you have generation, by generation that get used to the video games structure. You yes. know, this is structure of reward, of community, yes. of belonging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that is how our society is working now. So yeah. it's more easy to understand now uh, why you pay for a GPA <laughs> $2 million. And it's because you are not paying for what you're seeing, you are paying for what is meaning. Yes. And that's for me, is really interesting because we are. I don't say the perception doesn't gonna be important. It's gonna be relevant, but it's not the top of, of the letter anymore. It's, it's like, it's next to what is the meaning. And when you understand this, I start seeing the projects of NFT in another way.
0: And I guess the because, meaning that each group has isn't necessarily the same, right?
1: Yeah, and so like, in that process- like It could
0: mm-hmm. be that you, Like I, you know, I imagine like buying a Lamborghini, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're buying a beautiful machine. Yes. But you're also buying membership in a club, a certain, and it has a certain meaning. And I I see that with the NFT space as well, that different groups, they have different meaning behind them. When you buy an NFT, you're, you're buying membership into the group, but it's also that 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 particular group and the particular culture of the members of that group is something that you are that you want to be a part of. What do you think of that? I think you're totally right. Uh, for
1: example, in like I start finding this super interesting. So I decide because I have a public relation agency. I decide to to make my agency not only working in our normal topics, start working with people from the NFT world. So we start working with artists. Uh, they, they launch, they drop their collections, you know? And in this process, we get some companies ask for help because for example, we have one social project that is gonna be in Cardano blockchain, okay. right? And why in Cardano blockchain? Because they are an NGO working to keep the ocean clean, you know, clean of plastics. So, yeah. you know, imagine if, if I don't make my research and I tell to my client, this NGO, go and make a campaign using Bitcoin of Ethereum that they are accusing for killing the planet. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that stuff doesn't going to have sense. But when we make the, the pitch and tell me, you know, you hear bad stuff about blockchain, it is true. But some blockchain, like for example, Cardano and their token ADA, they're an example of a community who want to make things for changing. They're trying to, you know, to promote that more people enter to the financial system. They're trying to protect uh, the forest in some part of the world. They're making some projects in Africa. It's a community who is really believe and they are really trying to change the way the quality of living in um,
0: in parts in different parts of the world. So I, I don't I've tell seen that, that in the NFT space, and I'm really excited about it because the in the role that I have at the university. What we are, what we aspire to do, is to uh, prepare leaders and entrepreneurs to create enterprises that have a social impact. And so we, we also are, are trying to, in a way, challenge the dominant narrative. You know, to say, well, the business school is just for people that want to make money. It's just for people that want to become profitable and maximize uh, shareholder value and don't care about anyone else But, but in the same i see the same you know the same criticisms that people make about the crypto space and the nft space that all people care about is money they're just trying to pump and dump they're just trying to make money make millions of dollars and I've been really excited to see the, exactly what you described, these projects. One of them I wrote about recently where they are actually activism. They're engaging in environmental activism. They are, they are putting up videos and, and they're not just saying buy my NFT and get rich. They're saying, yeah. um, hey, you know, buy this NFT that I've made and I'm gonna direct some resources towards cleaning the ocean and also um, upload your videos of you doing cleanup in the world and share them with the community. So that's something that I find really exciting. Yes, and that is what is gonna happen
1: because right now, sometimes, you know, the mainstream, the media from the mainstream, usually focus in what is producing the headlines. And the yeah. headlines is like, you get rich faster or you get cheat faster, you know, like <laughs> I work in public relations, I know, you know, you always try to find the headline who is going to be the yellow one, you know, like it's going to be the light there. Yeah. But the reality is like uh, we have this theory in communication, they call the fracturing, fracturing, because you don't see the whole reality. You know, Uh, you are seeing what the people are pointing to to you to see. Yes. That's the reason, for example, uh, well, when I study, I, I get a, a master's degree in marketing. Uh, they always push us to not only read one kind of media. You have to to be informed from different sources and create mm-hmm. your own your own idea. Also, what is going on? So yeah. f- for me, uh, blockchain have a lot of potential, and not only for you know to avoid the government or to try to make rich faster. It's it's another way. To coordinate like humans.
0: Yes, yes, that's something you know, that's... that I've been trying to, to 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 sort of promote here is that you know because there are some of the discussions around the you know we talk about social structures and particularly in the the uh, EDII space where we're talking about diversity and inclusion and talking about who typically is in a position of power and who's not and and these uh, very vertical power structures. And um, the, uh, the blockchain community is such a wonderful example of, of changing all of that and, and introducing opportunities for new structures and new power dynamics. Um, and uh, I, I just, it's, it's such an exciting thing to see happening. Yeah, it's amazing, but still we need some rules and that's
1: sometimes people well, everybody, you know, like sometimes you think if you want a real a real decentralized autonomous organization, it's almost like, you know, chaos. Total, That's right. You know? yeah, like, you have, what you have uh, is anarchy. Yeah. So That's right. But, yeah. But it's you know, not it's true. Not to I say mean, that there
0: shouldn't be power and there shouldn't be organization. It's just yeah. the exploring the opportunities for different kinds of structures and different distributions of power and different ways to organize work. That may be more efficient and more effective. I mean, for me, as someone that's worked in many large scale institutions, uh, you know, bureaucratic red tape and yeah. administrative <laughs> burden are, you know, they're a real thing. And if we, could, yes. if we could do away with the resources that are directed toward, that are directed to and, and in my in my perspective, very often wasted then we could redirect them towards uh, the actually positive outcomes for society.
1: That's totally right. And something that I really worry about is, for example, sorry if I want to talk about some, a little bit of politics, but I was reading what's going on right now in Canada with this yeah. strange yeah. impose of the law. For me, it was really, mm-hmm. yes. for a moment, I was reading the headline and I think, okay, I have to enter to this news because I think I am reading wrong. It can be right. Canada, you know, yes. Yes. I started reading it was Canada. It's so like, it mm-hmm. doesn't have sense because it yes. sounds really, really like, you know, like a country of the Western Europe, yes, <laughs> Sorry, Eastern absolutely. Europe. Yeah, it was I agree. strange
0: for me. Yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, you know, I've been, I've been listening to uh, NLW's podcast with CoinDesk for the past little while. And, You know, he always says that his podcast is about shifting power dynamics in in the world. And I think that this particular case is is a perfect example of that. Here we have uh, the the head of state um, making an announcement that they're that they're resorting to these uh, what seem to be very concerning uh, measures uh, to uh, confront with. a group of individuals that is organized and, and doesn't have a, a leader. He can't, he can't speak to a leader. You know, he can't speak yeah. to the head. There is no head. It's, it's, it's a network. All together. It yeah. um, and the way that, uh, you know, it, they, they say, okay, we're going to try and freeze the funds this way. Oh, well, that's not working now. They've just found another channel. Well, now we're going to freeze the funds this way. And then we say, well, no, we will just find another channel. And so the, the free flow of financial value. Um, and I'm I'm not saying that it's without problems, it certainly is, but so is the regulated flow of financial value. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, paper dollars and 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 yeah. coins, they are used for purposes that uh are problematic as well. So, you know, to sort of say that that you know, the, the problems are just the same problems. It's just that the state is behind in figuring out how to deal with them. Yeah, totally right. But You know, now I was hearing you
1: remind me one story, one lawyer, really top lawyer here in my country. Because in Peru, we are also, we have a lot of minds. So our mines is copper and gold. And, and they tell us like, you know, what is the nightmare of a guy who, who owns a gold mine? And, he's, and we tell him no, because, you know, they earn a lot of money. What, what can be their nightmare? Right? They lost the, the permits to, to work or what? No. They, the lawyers tell me they're always afraid that one day people are going to wake up and realize the gold doesn't have any value yes in that moment yeah that's the really nightmare they say like mm. he told me that sometimes they have this you know you're they are talking in the borough director and they have like different scenarios what to do but that that scenario is like that can happen because the day that it happened is the the whole business is going to go down yes. because and sometimes people think oh, how you can believe in this uh, image is it's a drawing image and i say like you're believing in gold i mean Yeah. What is the difference?
0: It's, you know, yeah. What we believe has value.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's for me, really interesting what is happening now because it's making us to discuss, to have discussions about Mm -hmm. how we were living. Yeah. What is the idea that we have like a structure, like social structures, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I really, I really like to be in this moment um, because it's feeling some way, Probably around the other Michael, but it's feeling in some way like some kind of freedom of thinking, mm-hmm. you know?
0: To establish yeah, some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your uh, what are your thoughts then uh in in the metaverse then? Because you know, it seems like that's where a lot of energy is now has, has already started moving. That uh, you know, the the membership in the nft club you know now it seems like everyone's got one and now it's it's similar to the crypto space where you know there was a lot of fun exciting things that happened lots of people made some money and and it was cool and then everybody got involved and then a lot of people lost money and and there are too many projects in the space and it Mm -hmm. seems like the nft arc is kind of following that same pattern and I kind of feel like the next move now is going to be into the metaverse, which is interesting because cryptocurrencies and NFTs are, can be pulled into that metaverse space. But I'm I'm really interested in in your thoughts on that sort of, you know, that sense of belonging. It's funny that you say that because, that you brought that up because all week I've been, I've been um, making these podcasts uh, with no plan, just talking whatever seems to come to mind. And one of the themes that I've I've recognized is that um, is that theme of the social gathering. You know, what are we? What are people doing in the metaverse? You know, well, they're they're going there to to be a part of something. Um, to be, I guess, maybe uh, members of a club of some kind. I, I originally thought maybe it was the place you went and explored um you know maybe like a minecraft world but uh or even like a roblox platform but i i all week long this theme of no that that people are going to go there and they're going to meet and they're going to gather and they're going to do something there so what what are your what are your thoughts on the metaverse and what's your involvement there
1: right thank you for for that question well first of all like um For me, Met, because I am a video gamer, okay? I I started playing video games since Atari appeared. I don't know if you saw Atari. You look so young, so probably Uh, you were... Oh, yeah,
0: that was my first platform was Atari. Really? Uh, Oh, my God,
1: I was thinking you are a Super Nintendo guy. (laughs)
0: Uh, No, no. I was was eight when the first Nintendo was released. So, uh, yeah, I'm from the old days. Uh, (laughs) Cool. I joke with people. I say I'm from the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I want to take it. This is a really good one.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it, that's funny because, I mean, people who grow up playing video games and seeing this development of the technology, because before we just was little dots that all our Im- imagination has to fill all the black spaces. You know, I remember one video game, really old one. It was about Superman. And now when I saw it, it was a blue dot, a red dot. What is the game? And my imagination has to create all these sensation yes. that he was flying, you know. Yes. Um, and now the technology is taking us to a different level. So for me, metaverse is like a utopia. It's a utopia, you know. It's it's, it's that dream of of where we can be, mm-hmm. because. Sometimes I have this discussion with people who's working in video games in Microsoft and some office, you know, specialized of video game studios inside Microsoft, and they have this big discussion. It's a really big discussion. People who are working in video games like 34 years that they are like a little mad because they say everybody's talking about metaverse, but they don't understand what mean metaverse. Mm-hmm. Like metaverse is not about the web. It's about how we can interact i mean you can be in reality and then you want gonna be a virtual world in the same time and mm-hmm. whatever you have in the con- concrete world you know in the physic world you want to have it in the yes. virtual world it's yeah. gonna flow you know and for to go in that direction we need a lot of technology this weekend i have a really like a small discussion with one of these guys and I was telling him like i hope it's gonna span. i hope it's gonna be only 10 years and he started laughing on me he's like Forget about it, Arturo. It's going to take like 20, 30 years mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. But what we have right now, because we, look, metaverse sounds cool. And I also use it to explain because it really to explain everything, the technology, the technology behind. But what we really really in right now is like, is making in a, the popular mind, you know, in this global mind of everybody, that it's easy to enter to the digital world. That's what we are having right now. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody wake up. It's not only the gamers. It's not only the, the people in software engineers that they were like small groups. It's not. It's like everybody in the world wake up one day and say, hey, I can enter to the digital world. Mm-hmm. And one of these first steps to enter is the NFT. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be the only thing we're going to have in the future. But mm-hmm. it's making all the technology more accessible, Hmm. Um, making too many people to start exploring technology. Because right now, and that's what I want to tell you, like in the beginning, we have all this image that make you belong to one community. Yeah, we discussed about that. Yeah. But what is coming next? What is coming next is like, all right, I I, I am 40, 50 years old. I want to be part of this digital world because I want yes. to be part of this community. But I, know, I don't care about to be in a, in a social high-level club because I don't care. I want to have something that represent who I am, all right? And that's what I represent in this virtual world. I, I want to buy it. Hmm. I don't want, like, I am not a teenager or 14 years old in high school or 17 that I can enter, spend hours in Discord, you know? trying to win a white list and then (laughs) if I like it, I can flip the the art and become a millionaire. That people doesn't want to do that. You know, you have normal work, but you want to be part of this digital movement. So what is going to happen with all these people? You know, we're talking about people of 35 years old, 40, 50. That They also want to be part of this change because they are feeling. The, there is something calling them. The other day I have a discussion with a really nice guy. He was he was working in Scotiabank in Canada. And he told me, you know, uh, after we have this call, because we are discuss discussing a, a project, he told me, I decide I'm gonna leave my job. I, I tired of, of making accounting, I'm gonna go to directly to the to the to the this movement. You know, he called it web3.0. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Because in reality, right now, what is happening is the web tree, is updating the web, yeah? And yeah. the metaverse is the ultimate goal, <laughs> but yeah. we are going there. So, and people are doing this, you know? Are doing, finding the way to, to find people uh, and to build something that they really believe. And that's something that's gonna happen first, you know? And in that case, uh, I decide, you know, like, okay, I work in parallel relations. I make campaigns for NFT artists. I do so, but I, what I can do to resolve this problem of a person who want to be in this virtual world, but they don't have knowledge of, you know, software because everybody's talking, hey, just get a Python and make this small program and you can have a cool avatar. Oh, come on. I don't wanna, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can do it, but I have family, I have things to do. I don't wanna start learning yeah a program language that's yeah? right yeah uh, but look i recommend everybody to learn a uh, software language but some people don't gonna do so for these people i decide like okay we want to start selling uh digital goods you know okay. digital items already made it to use for your avatars so if you have an avatar for different virtual worlds that right now is popping up everybody everywhere sorry like now the digital worlds and everybody's called metaverse but i say like metaverse is just one but everybody's metaverse all right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but what we have is virtual worlds and each virtual world have the rules have the designs but everybody gonna need uh, chairs gonna need uh, clothes they gonna need shoes because we are here right yeah <laughs> Sometimes it, they tell like uh, we are getting improved in every technology uh, era, every the technology change, but we keep being the same.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's that, right. That
1: is funny. Some some fundam- some fundamentals is gonna, we wanna carry on these fundamentals. Uh, I hope someday we're gonna start behavior like in the beginning of time where we are going to hunt animals to survive but sometimes mm. we behave in, in our so, civilized societies in really, you know, violent and it, this explosion of anger or yes. anxiety like for this COVID lockdowns. And, and you say like, it's so strange, but it's not strange. It's, we are human, we have feelings, we have situations, you have a stress. And this is something I hope, Michael, if you have time in, with your student, and I try to do this with my, with my people in, in the office, like, we hired a performance coach. He's a training psychologist, psycholo, and he's helping, helping everybody. Because you know, like people, are thinking that's something I, I really
0: believe. Sorry, that, that completely more, froze. More
1: faster your way.
0: Sorry. That all that whole piece froze, and it seemed really important. What was the piece uh, around the? You were saying hiring someone.
1: Yeah, we hired um, a performance coach. Okay. I mean, this guy is a um, well, it's a professional who have a lot of experience working. He's a psicolo. It's a yeah. He's not psychiatric. He, he's a psicolo. Um, psych, and no, sorry. What is the word of psicolo? I, I forget psychology. Thanks. Sometimes I mix up my my mind in Spanish and English. All right. (laughs) Uh, And we hired him because we need to improve our way of thinking and to have tools to identify emotions, reactions um, and help us to navigate in this world. All right. So I think that's really important and all this way of of being like a company that where I what I have, what I found, um, we are trying to do it the same in this virtual world. We want to help people to make easy this process, not not to mm-hmm. make you stressful, you know. Because like, there's a lot of people there. Probably you, I mean, you want to your avatar look more like you, but you don't want to start working in Blender or in another software to improve the quality of the face of your avatar or right. how it's gonna wear. So we want to offer that, you know, to make life of these people who want to enter really easy. And that's, that's it. We're going to launch on, on March, uh, Sunday, March 13th. This first collection is going to be uh, our first so collection. So what's your
0: digital good? Your digital good is clothing.
1: Yeah. Uh, the name we think, I hope is is cool enough, is uh, M-O-S. It's called yes. My Other, Other Skin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And we're gonna first uh, we're gonna start selling some dresses and suits just to see how it, how it is. And people who who win the uh, the bidding, they can have not only the 3D object to to wear the avatars, they also can have the pattern to make your own clothes. Oh wow! Because, so imagine like, uh, but it's, that's that's the funny part, you know. You can be dressed in this way, but also your avatar. Uh right. it's gonna be funny, you know, like. Oh, you so you can, can use the it, pattern like,
0: offline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's because in this case we are working with uh, a fashion designer. Uh, okay. She studied in Milan. She's really a really cool person. Um, for her, it was really crazy this idea because she was working only in fabric, in real fabric, <laughs> and she's like, okay. All right. Uh, because now in different you know fashion schools they are learning to use software to, to see in, in a preview really fast how it's gonna look, how it's gonna have the texture of the fabrics. But usually after that, they put it in a plotter, I mean, a pattern stuff, and they start making uh, the lines of the clothes, all right? Um, so I tell, I convinced to this person, like, you know, I only need the, you make the digital version and only we need a pattern. So we need to create something that is possible to make it in real life. Wow, cool. Because right now, many brands are showing, you know, clothes really cool. I I really like it, but it's difficult to to do it in real life. And people say, yeah, but that's the idea to to be in a virtual world, to have something that is totally different. Mm. Yeah, probably for you, but some people, I mean, for me, it's going to be funny if I... I see my avatar dressed in some way and I can dress in the same way. So it's going to be fun, you know, <laughs> have a picture of me and, and there are a screen there walking in the same way. I well, that's don't know. really interesting Just, because see sometimes happens.
0: it seems that what people want to do is when they have their digital avatar, they actually want it to look like something else. They don't actually want it to look like themselves. But now recently, think you know, I've been thinking about this in the metaverse space and, and that that um, there's going to actually come a time where people want to be recognizable, where where you go to a social gathering online, and and you know if you it, it, it's very difficult to read the labels and the little you know how you find out who is who because people don't quite yeah. necessarily look exactly like their real life self. But if you start to have uh, a kind of style that people recognize, then when you enter into a gathering space, people then they can identify you and say, oh, here comes Jorge or here comes Michael. I know him by the way he dresses.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, well, if you search online in some discussions, they they say the next wave or the next train um, is gonna be the, the human avatars. That's mm-hmm. going to be the next trend. Many companies are working in the technology for that. For example, uh, right now, you can you can try it for free. Uh, MetaHuman, that is a software created for NVIDIA, you know, this big uh, graphic company. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they, they are working in this software and they make it free so people can try, they can use it to create their own avatars. And, and the technology mm-hmm. is so great yeah. sometimes you can't even see you know like zippers in the face of someone it's yeah. like it's fantastic you know i
0: think about the first the big meta video that facebook put out and mark zuckerberg and you know he chose his avatar to actually look very much like him so that he was yeah. recognizable
1: yes because in the end look it's funny to have you know like monkeys or gorillas <laughs> or wherever you know it's, it's funny i have like i have a small cat like uh my pet for my company you know and and it's cool it's funny but when you're going to a meeting uh sometimes i have this meeting and i'm using an avatar who can move and talk mm-hmm. yeah because i have a camera who follow me right. and that that sensation is different you know because the f- people feel like they are talking with you because they mm-hmm. recognize the voice the right. look but in the same time, they are in a different experience. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, and and that's I, I told you, don't don't believe me, just finding a, in the internet. There's a lot of discussion about all this. Like the next trend is gonna be human avatars. Okay. And I hear really cool stuff. Um, and that's the reason I'm trying to to move faster to learn, you know, what's going on and start helping people. Uh there are no like uh 20s so or 30 they are 35 40 years old mm-hmm. and they want to be part of this but they want to be recognized from who mm-hmm. they are with mm-hmm. good clothes with accessories i don't know if you follow what is doing clonex this company this okay. project that this was um part of i think the company name is rfk and it was voted for uh, by nike voted, voted oh, them wow okay yeah in december yeah, yeah. and and they have a plan of t- of ten years. the plan is that in ten years they're gonna develop a virtual world where people is gonna you know make trade they're gonna live there and of course uh, Nike is his owner uh, what you wanna find there is Nike products. yeah and what they're doing right now is they first they launch the avatar but doesn't have body you know it's mm-hmm. just it's just a profile picture right and then you have Then two months later, or one month later, they launch the house, the room of this avatar, Mm -hmm. where you can explore. You can put your Mm. NFT. And last week they launched a gallery where appeared the brand of Nike. Uh So step by step they are creating a universe where you can be, and they are telling to everybody of the community is telling them, look, get ready, start learning some. That that's for me the problem. They start telling because. They are more younger. They start learning about Blender 3D software because soon we're going to launch the body of your avatars. Right. Yeah, but again, it's cool if you are 20 and you are start in university and start learning about programming. But imagine uh, you and me trying to spend hours uh, trying to know how I can modify the face. Yeah, my for the mainstream, that doesn't
0: work. Yeah, for the mainstream, yeah. So um, that's it. So, so who, um, who, who do you see yourself collaborating with into the future?
1: Uh, hello you hear me there sorry yeah uh, good. connection yeah great who, who do you see no, what I was collaborating you, with i was telling you like i was uh, i am talking with one company uh who has track suits and these track suits uh record your movement so what i want to do is the future to have like a big library of human movement okay in in the cloud computing because
0: what else
1: is going to make you notice who is who it's not only the voice it's not only the face it's the way how you move how you interact you know and for me it's gonna be really
0: latino flair there right
1: you know like um right now yeah yeah yes yeah but the company company they're working a lot in these uh suits what In the beginning was technology for video games and movies and now little by little it's becoming more for everyday use i hope so okay so (laughs) it's it's gonna be great michael if if we can do an avatar of your movement and put you in front of all your students
0: What's the yeah?
1: <laughs> so you can be in two different places. Look, you can yeah. go to your dinner and you left your recorder. or Use this image of you walking around the class.
0: <laughs> yeah, <talking>. absolutely. <laughs> so um, this really, I, I, this has been really a fantastic uh, talk. Um, I uh, before uh, we sign off, um, I just wanted to uh, again talk make sure that we we talk about the the launch it's march 13th yeah that's right that's the, okay. that's the date
1: um i going to share with you so image much of what we're doing now our idea our idea is to present in a really cool way like a fashion show we're going to have videos that you can get it in open sea and then we're going to have some products in foundation where we're going to have uh, you know like a bidding process for people who want to get the 3D object to wear, so your avatar can wear this clothes, and also if you want to have the pattern to make your own clothes in real life. And um, what I wanna also we're gonna do is like if you don't have an avatar and you get the the clothes, we're gonna make the avatar for you. Our idea is to help more people to enter to the this virtual world to experience this and and they understand uh, that what is happening is not about a bunch of people who get crazy. It's about uh, a bunch of people who are trying to find another way to be connected like humans. Um, I like that. What is showing us this kind of uh, pandemic situation. Yeah, this what is showing us this pandemic situation is like we are humans and we always need to be connected to another person. It's difficult yeah. for us to break that. Agreed. So. If something is going to happen, like society, if we're going to go to the space or whatever is going to happen to us. You know, eh, we need to find ways to keep us in touch. That's for me, that's important. OK,
0: well, wow, this is fantastic for me. So that's it. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, yeah, uh, like I can talk uh, about
1: a lot of for some ways
0: to um, <laughs> to to. Uh, to continue to support your project and um and uh I, I look forward to that and good luck with your launch on the 13th yeah don't worry i'm gonna let you
1: know and let's see if we can create an avatar for
0: you okay cool. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> <laughs> all right have a great afternoon you can be the you can be the
1: the the answer of the presentation. Yeah. Thank you so much. You too. Take okay, care. we we'll talk again Thank soon. You. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, uh, no, you get me there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: So that's the end of the conversation I had today with Arturo. If you've made it this far and listened all the way through, thanks so much. Arturo will definitely appreciate it, as well as being on the lookout for his drop in March. His project is called My Other Skin. It uh, looks to be a really creative uh, project, and I'm really fo- looking forward to continuing to to talk with Arturo and collaborate on some projects. If you're interested in collaborating, collaborating with Arturo, reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with him. Thanks so much for listening. Totally excited and thrilled that this is the first podcast conversation. I can't wait to have um, Arturo back in a little while to catch up. And I can't wait to have my next guest come on to the show. Have a wonderful evening. See you real soon in the metaverse.